0: you may only leave your house for vital daily exercise so sewing bee make sportswear i'm your host on the keep sewing keep dancing podcast depending on what time of year it is i'm joined by meg hello elliot hello and millie hello what have you been sewing? I have been on uh, holiday this week and I have made a sort of a petal back pink dress in bouncy crepe and I was cursing myself for buying such a bouncy crepe but it sort of worked.
1: <laughs> Meg,
0: what I've have you been, been sewing? been making masks. Masks.
2: Yeah.
0: Elliot, did you manage to sew yourself a mask?
2: I didn't. I do need to get around to that, but for the bulk of it I've just been doing what I do best, which is staying out the way.
1: Emily, have you been sewing anything? Uh, so I finished sewing my pink top from last week, um, and then on whatever day it was, Saturday? I don't know, they're all the same now. Um, I made a, a little drawstring bag so I could put some oats in my bath after I got some burnt.
0: Oaty bath.
1: Oaty bath <laughs> is good for uh,
0: sunburn. yes oh nice um, I live in Scotland I haven't been sunburned for years um, <laughs> 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 what pattern have you been using to do your masks Meg
3: um, the one that's on the uh, Hobbycraft blog at the moment
0: yeah, cause I saw that Patrick Grant has been doing his effort to get people making masks as well yes oh, well, I might have I'm a look
3: a... at his pattern
0: Yes, and yeah, if you've got a sewing machine and you can do a relatively straight seam, I think it's now is the time to get the mask patterns on the go. Get the ends of the cotton out of your stash and uh, mask up.
3: Yeah, I mean the one on the Hobby is is a it's a pleated one, so it's it's really simple as yeah. long as you can iron and s- sew a straight line ish, then you're you're fine.
0: Basically. My my favourite one is a sort of a shaped one with a sort of a nose point and a little pocket for you to put um, like a little paper filter in if you've got filter paper. But anyway, the sewing bee. Sports, sports, sports. Um, stretch fabrics, weird trimmings and just generally... Uh, Danger Pockets, Um, I'm going to go for as the theme, (laughs) Danger. really fiendish (laughs) plackets. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, let's start out with Rugby Shirts. It is a very classic garment. It is.
1: It is a very comfortable garment, if you get it right. They are the sort of thing you can live in.
0: I'm gonna, so I've got the spreadsheet made up and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, in ranking order. So Liz had an absolute nightmare. She came ninth. The oh. collar on the wrong way. Like, just sewing pattern instructions are so unforgiving. Like, there'll be a, a two word sentence and if you don't catch it, you'll make a mistake like Liz made on that placket.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely been there,
0: and it's so hard to communicate because sewing's like it's a three-dimensional puzzle, and quite often it like it gets topological. You're pulling things through other things, and then you're trying to find out uh, like where some surfaces join up to make a curvature, and. They try and You're describe. Yeah, they try and uh, describe that process in five two-word sentences, and just good luck to you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, especially if it sounded like she'd never really um, worn or looked at a rugby shirt, uh, so that placket instruction must have been quite something.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say, and use the tape that they use to make the pocket, the, the really sturdy woven stuff. Obviously, that's vital for the rugby shirt. It's also not very yes. forgiving for unpicking. Oh no, no, no especially not when you've it... used a
0: contrast thread.
1: No, <laughs> I would no. say,
0: just as a general rule, save the contrast thread for the second time you've made a pattern.
1: Yes. Yes. And <laughs> oh, and if you have time and you're sewing at home, make a twelve. Have a practice run on some old, like on uh, old bedsheet that you spilled nail varnish all over, or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. I that, mean, have a, have at a least practice try practice and do run. something like a placket as a mucker yeah. first.
1: Yeah, for the for the complicated bits, have a practice.
0: Yeah, and also just anything you can do to reduce that feeling of sewing under pressure. Do it, like because sewing's supposed to be fun and not supposed to feel like doing dental work on yourself.
2: Yeah, I just realised I'm wearing a shirt That's as a placket, upsetting. and it actually looks incredibly difficult. Sorry, I'm so on a little tangent there. I'm actually wearing a placket.
1: No, no. Just yeah, re- have a look at your placket. Yeah, examine your placket.
2: <laughs> I am like. I've just I have so many shirts like this. I didn't realise what this thing was actually called. Now I know. And I mean, right, do you actually see a little bit where it's folded over. The thing with. Oh. Um,
0: Right, I'm going to have a complete derail here of the podcast. So, all of your clothes are made by people, because there's no such thing as a t-shirt sewing robot. Every single item of clothing that exists has been sewn by a person operating a sewing machine. And so, things like putting in plackets, they're done by people. And usually very low-waged people in developing economies. Um, and, like, I I recently spectacularly failed to make an organza t-shirt. And those things are in all the shops and on... Well, uh, in all the online shops for under a tenner. And I don't understand how they're doing it. Well, With I do understand how people. they're doing it. It's called capitalism and exploiting people. Anyway, yeah. derail over. <laughs> also... Also, it's often piecework. Yeah. So
3: if all you're doing is placards, for example, you get pretty good at plackets.
0: Yes. Yes. Anyway. It
3: depends. I mean, that's certainly
0: Anyway, in eighth place, done. Peter had uh, the grey stripy rugby shirt with two right arms. And this time they showed him not having enough fabric to cut out another one. And just trying to busk it.
2: Do you think somebody. Yeah. Did... How, do you... how? How? How in week four mm. do you make that? How do you get very on this easy. show doing that? Oh,
0: it's really easy. There will only have been like really slight differences Us. in the curvature of the left and
1: the right arm. If you don't mark your pattern pieces up as well. I feel I'm very here. attacked. Don't... I feel very, very when... attacked. Do you, do you not, when you've got You'll a complicated see. pattern, do you not put a little <laughs> mark on it? I
0: I mark notches and I put the number on.
1: No, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to put on rights and left because I. Yeah, you've got some way of telling that it's the white right thick. sleeve. <laughs> so sometimes I've sewn, you know, the entire front panel of my top inside out. Oh yeah. I wonder if so I wonder if what that, he did was didn't happen more than one.
0: he cut two with right side facing wrong side as opposed to cutting two with right sides facing or wrong sides facing. Because that is a very makeable yeah. mistake. Yeah. Anyway, he didn't get away with it. Yeah, and when you I, don't realise. And I want you to no. be- I want you to carry in your mind that he came eighth in this challenge because we're going to do some maths later. Seventh, Hazel uh, another nice maroon one and in trying to like go back and do last minute last minute uh, corrections, she managed to get an absolute nightmare and catch a placket. I think the number one yeah.
3: rule in saying B is don't go back
0: Yeah never go back <laughs> never go back because they can always see it like if they see a little bit of reversing or see that you've done it twice they they will see weakness and they will pounce on it.
3: <laughs> I sent fear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Therese came sixth with the French Navy one, a little bit of a wonky placket. I mean, it was fine. That's why it was in sixth place. Uh, yeah. Um, fifth, Ali's red and white stripy one with the red and orange stripy ribbed cuffs. Have any of you ever tried to put a ribbed cuff in is- anything? Uh,
3: No, but I fear it.
0: I've got some patterns (laughs) to call for it. I mean, the the, the shirt was red and white hoops rather than stripes, so it's not as if it was a Sheffield United attempt. That would at least (laughs) have put it in
3: Yorkshire, though. It was Lancastrian. It was better. Emily's got a blade
1: at home. I have, yeah. 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 That's always fun. (laughs) I have to say,
3: I really didn't like those cuffs. Both her and Teresa had them, and I just thought they did not go with either of their I would coloured. struggle
0: to think what they would go with.
3: They went slightly better with Teresa's than Nothing, really. <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe a similar orange.
0: Maybe. Um, uh, fourth, Matt, a uh, nice, competent navy with white stripe sort of like the thing with rugby shirts is they're so unremarkable when they're right mm. um and yeah. it is it's yeah. that thing of menswear is not necessarily exciting to sew but it's very precise to sew
2: yes yeah, menswear is not exciting like as <laughs> someone who has to shop for menswear it's not exciting.
0: <laughs> what would you what would you like to see more I probably have of all the stripes earlier. looks as well
2: in my wardrobe somewhere as well, in those colours.
0: What what would you like to see in menswear that isn't
2: there? Bolder patterns. Like I More blocked colouring, actually. There's there's not many outfits where it's like two or three blocked colours. And I think, you know, men can wear that. Also more or more pastel colours, either very like dark or very bright. There's not a lot of pastels in menswear. Yeah, and some people like to wear a nice pastel colour.
0: Mm. Oh, so I, I got- think
2: I think even like more blocked block colours or more more pastel colours.
0: I got some very nice shirts from an Etsy shop, um, and the brand is Loud and Proud. And um, it's men's and ladies' wear, um, made in London by people who are paid the right amount. And uh, yes, I've got a pink leopard print blouse from them. And the men's wear is similarly loud and proud. Um, Just dropping the plug in. Uh, Mark came third with a dark and royal blue thing, and that was okay. Nobody has anything to say about
1: that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep, uh, Claire's second. Go um,
1: oh,
3: ahead. Oh, yeah, it it, it it was fine. I enjoyed his um, <laughs> I enjoyed his mild perving over, um, a trick that made me laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear, he can only get away with it because he was very polite about it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and Claire, basically pulling off the absolute retro of it all. Although I, uh, I, I feel I like detect in Claire somebody who had as much problems with PE at school as I did.
1: Very classic. I do quite like that red winey maroon colour.
2: The, the tone in her voice when she said that's the same colours as her hockey uniform. Yeah, but the tone in have- her the turn in her voice when she said we had a hockey uniform in the same colour she has some salt towards still that hockey days I think, I think something happened in her school days with hockey because <laughs> she did not sound pleased <laughs> she's like, uh, flashbacks
0: Claire ha- Claire had exactly as much fun in school PE as I did which is no fun, in fact negative fun
1: yeah, negative fun if they'd have let me play football and rugby
3: yeah, I had to wear a school uniform that was that entire colour
1: But for some insane reason, after the age of 11 in the UK at that time, girls weren't invited to play football or rugby or anything exciting. We just had to run around on gravel.
0: Down with the patriarchy. Um, so we were up to the point where we were talking about first place in the rugby shirt challenge which was Nicole's and it's the only one with a little bit of colour and a little bit of flamboyance in the contrast uh, thread on the buttons and it was just perfect and loud and awesome and Nicole dabbed when she won
2: (laughs) I really like this one
0: The thing is though I can I feel that's like a, I've seen too. something like that in I have um, a
1: Fred uh, Perry polo shirt that's got um
0: it's just classic hot pink and either a bit of dark navy or black it's very good um and yes I'm just happy to see Nicole high in the edit winning challenges having a nice uh, having a nice week of it the transformation challenge Two cagoules to a toddler's onesie. Um, what would you say a toddler's onesie has to do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 uh, um, be wipeable. It has yeah. to
0: keep. It has to keep <laughs> the stuff you want on the outside on the outside, and the stuff you want on the inside on the inside, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. Durable as well, because kids just make a mess out of anything, or will try with anything.
0: Well, I mean, I think in 90 minutes, you're not going to get something that's going to last for years, Um, but you should be hoping for, um, yeah, at least a sort of a secure topological situation.
1: Yeah, functioning garment.
0: Okay, uh, shall we go through them from worst to best? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so in uh, ninth place and eighth place, we've got Liz and Allie. Liz's, it just wasn't functional. She was continuing to have a disaster.
2: Yeah, she really yeah. did not have a good day. Bless her.
0: Um, and Ali doesn't know what size children are.
2: Well, she made a really good comment at the start saying, oh, well, I'll make it a bit bigger because it has to get their clothes on underneath. It's like, how big and baggy does she think toddlers' clothes are to what, start with?
0: Like, a, a toddler with the leg length of a six year old. I
1: mean,. Some kids can be tall, but that is going some. <laughs> and
0: you do get you do get some like kids' clothes which have the hidden seam inside that you can let out, so you yes. can get like a couple uh, like, a, a couple of months of growth out of the the kids' clothes. But, the growth allowance. The growth allowance. But um, yeah, I don't think you should be allowing for the like limbs of a toddler to double in size. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sixth and seventh, Peter and Matt. Uh, so Peter failed on the keeping the inside in and the outside out because there wasn't like elastic on the ankles and wrists.
1: Oh, you need to be able to like thinking about when you're going to put these kids in these suits. It, you, you're thinking wellies, mud thinking, ingress. To, yeah.
0: mud ingress. Yeah,
1: I want to be able to tuck the legs down the bottom of the wellies
0: yeah and then other impractical news as much as a marabou trimmed leopard print onesie is fabulous (laughs) and lovely it's not going to survive the rain
2: no no if you've
1: ever got marabou wet you know about it
2: yeah Uh... i mean a leopard print onesie would work if they were going to the zoo for for a birthday party that would be a good little like you know that we made an effort sort of outfit. (laughs) I'm reaching here, I'm reaching.
1: (laughs) That's that's quite quite a stretch. (laughs) Oh, you might
0: be wondering what's happened to Meg. Um, We're actually in our second recording session of the day, uh, largely because of the bandwidth requirements of Zoom calls.
1: We love technology. And, and, yeah, two people working from home in the same in the same bandwidth. Yeah, um,
0: so you know how sometimes is that saying? Could this meeting have been an email? Could this Zoom call have been on the phone?
1: It's like an actual call?
0: Yeah, could this call. Zoom call have just been audio? Um, right, we're getting now into ones that are actually good and I think may have even been slightly underrated uh, Hazel's princess Wamsie, genius and Mark's very smart fruity yellow contrast number which I think is very very saleable
1: I loved that one that is the one that I would want to buy for toddlers that I know
0: <laughs> I wonder if it had some secret construction problems or something uh, that meant they ranked it lower because I think it was definitely better than fifth
1: definitely yeah
0: um, so, uh, Hazel's princess onesie I can't believe Patrick didn't like that
2: Oh, I loved it Like, who doesn't want, like, a bit what go- Who does not see a bright pink thing with, tall, with a tool cape on the inside and Not go, Mum, I want that
0: The number of kids I see, well, uh, used to see in the olden days In, in February, trailing around <laughs> supermarkets In various kinds of uh, princess costumes Sometimes with Spider-Man masks, sometimes not. Um, that uh, uh, a onesie with an optional princess cape—fabulous!
1: Absolutely, that's one of those few transformation challenge offerings where I wish they'd had a proper amount of time to do it and it look its best.
0: Yes, I would be interested in seeing a little guide on how to do it. Not that I'm going to, uh, but I would be interested.
1: Yeah, I'd sit and read it for fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, in third place, Claire's Rainbow One, with slightly odd gathers going on.
1: Did you I notice don't... that? Yeah, I I didn't understand that one and felt that it was. I thought it too looked like because of it.
0: The one on the leg would have like pulled on the crotch, and it would have been uncomfortable.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I thought that Claire's looked okay until you started looking at things like the gathers and you just know that when a kid stepped, you were going to get an odd pull on the crotch and mm. the sort of thing where the kid takes it off in disgust halfway through the day.
2: However, ha- has a strop. In it's s- like, I don't
1: want to wear it. <laughs> in
0: second place, Nicole's diagonal <laughs> zip, which allows you to fully open the onesie to insert or remove the child.
1: <laughs> I mean, excellent, good sense And jazzy as well
0: Just the idea of those two vibrant prints The either side mm-hmm. either side of a really acidic zip It's just so cool
2: I mean, and I liked her reference as well Saying, like, my kids used to have a zip like this, Or her knee like, someone she knew They used to have that zip and it worked She's like, right, I'm gonna do it So it's like, well, at least she has a reference And knows this is a thing I've never seen a diagonal zip like that like on a piece of child's clothing. I have a zip like that on one of my one of my coats, but not on a child's thing that goes all the way down. So I was quite impressed it worked.
1: I've I've seen it on snowsuits and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just the most sensible thing for particularly wiggly toddlers who do not like having assistance.
0: Yeah, some toddlers to just would prefer not to have to wear clothes and it's a real battle to
1: dress them. Speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um uh, so Therese got first place with the camo plus floral with the little mesh vent at the back. Um, I think we like Therese was back in the comfort zone, but not too much in the comfort zone with this.
2: No. I, I love I love the camo print though, that pink, grey and white though. I would wear that sort of camo print. I thought that was lovely. Don't know where they okay. had it, but I'll take I'll take like 5,000 yards of it, please. I
0: wasn't massively, massively uh, convinced about it with the floral, but, you know, what do I well, know?
1: Clashing prints are the thing at the minute, though, aren't they? Yeah. Well, they were the last time fashion was happening outside people's houses.
0: <laughs> I- I'm just wearing whatever now. Just whatever. Uh, but for me, whatever is uh, metallic lurex. Um quite a lot of lame and sequins, um, but with gym leggings underneath. Um, so we finish day one, the rugby shirts and the transformation challenge, with Liz looking like she's having a bit of a shocker, ninth place in ninth place. Let's see what happens with tennis dressers. <laughs> um, so, Elliot, you're a tennis yes. fan. I you about tennis dresses? Um,
2: I mean, they were right when they said, like, the style has changed. Like, you see, outside Wimbledon, like, the colours and the patterns and the prints are a lot more bolder now. And that's also coming from, like, the brands who obviously have about four or five on their books, so they all wear the same dress. It's very confusing when they play each other. It's like, which is which are in the same dress? But, say, for example, the Williams sisters, in the last ten years, they've really... Spearheaded this And they've really changed Their style And I think Venus Makes a lot of her dresses And Serena has her own Designer now Because I know Serena recently Has gone to a real style Of having um, A one shoulder dress With a ruffled skirt Which actually looks Really nice So it looks It looks pretty But it's also functional Because it's not heavy Because I, I think The skirt's made of Tool or something
0: Oh yeah I'm thinking about The, the US Open uh, yeah. Tutu dress Which is just It is Stunning Um if, if if you're listening to this, have a Google, look at it. Um, and in that sort of... From that same season, there is the... It's in black with a brown illusion shoulder. It's in lilac. And it is just so strong and so feminine and so cool looking.
1: Like, they... I know we're going to get onto it, but how can you not want to be inspired by the Williams sisters if you're making... Cool there's a red princesses? one.
0: There's a red one of the tutu dress. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. you know, I remember a few, a few years ago, there was one which Venus did. It got, it got hounded, but I know she made it, but it's from the French Open and up the back it was all lattice. So, so it was all crisscross But it wasn't like boning or anything Or like a corset it was, it, That was just the print of it Just going up her back And it actually looked really cool But a lot of people did may say she looked like a pie Because of the lattice print looked a bit like a pie top Some people
0: but, don't deserve fashion
2: But it, <laughs> tennis has definitely moved into the um, Practicality versus um, Practicality and fashion elements like Are more equaled now Because you know People are going to be staring at them for about Two to three hours And if you know, you're not in a great dress. The media are going to focus on that more than your tennis ability.
0: Well, I mean, you know also from dancewear that it is possible to combine a technical fabric with an embellishment and, uh, and a fashionable cut. Very much so. And and that's where you should be coming from with designing a tennis dress So you're thinking about movement and you're also thinking about your fashion diffusion line that you have as part of your business as a professional female tennis player. And with that, um, (laughs) let's go through in yeah, let's do reverse alphabetical order because they don't rank the third challenge, a point we'll get back to later. Uh, So Therese, um, I immediately wanted this—the black metallic snake uh, tennis dress. Just so awesome!
2: Oh, I love Ooh, this. Want
0: it, want it, want it. In fact, I would like—I um, would like a sports bra that looks exactly like that.
2: I have shirts which are bold in one color on the front and the back, and then the side panels are. A different color like that, but I actually want stuff which is like a different fabric or a different sort of not material but like a a print. Basically, I just want that made into a shirt because I loved it. I thought that was really cool. Oh, Elliot,
0: Elliot, you need to you need to give sewing machines a go.
2: (laughs) I'm scared I'll get myself stuck to it.
0: (laughs) Just start out really simple. Just um, just hem some fabric and make a tea towel. Um, so Peter, Peter, uh. (laughs)
2: Oh God. Hey.
0: <laughs> Peter, what's Peter's problem with tennis? <laughs> Just the concept of tennis.
1: I I don't uh. watch tennis. Like I never seek out watching tennis. But do you know what? I still appreciate what a tennis dress has, as it. it you know, I appreciate what it is in fashion. It is quite. It's been quite an important garment over the history of of. Female sport as well. Um, you know the the changing hem lengths and all of that, and then the move over to wearing shorts, and whether or not you wear white, at, you know, um, how much white you wear at Wimbledon. It's all really, really important. So why just do that?
0: Just say, because, just say, I'm not going to engage with the challenge. I'm just going to make um, basically some streetwear. Yeah,
2: are, it was. The problem was it was ugly. Like, I didn't like this at all. Like, And then she's like, oh, it's got the pockets here. I'm like, well, that looks really bulky and she's got no shape. The colours kind of work. But even if, she, even if they said, like, oh, she's just going to a bar in London, if someone walked into a pub with that, I would still go, what the hell is she wearing? You'd
0: expect them like to be a- taking it off to reveal what they're actually wearing underneath.
2: Yeah, like, it's a walking out outfit on the tennis court, but not... To actually play in because it's such a weird. It just looked really bulky and uncomfortable, and, the and then you've got to try and looked, move in it.
1: And the fabric <laughs> looked sweaty. It looked like a it jumper. Did. It didn't look. It didn't look wicking, did it?
0: No, no. It looked like it looked like a windproof shell, which basically is <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to sweat if you play tennis in this. Um, and can we also talk about that moment where <laughs> Peter's model? <laughs> yeah. Uh, sat behind him as Peter is airily explaining, oh, I'm not designing for Venus and Serena. Uh, And, like, the the side eye begins. Um, And, like, (laughs) is it the sports part or is it the designing for women part that he has a problem with?
2: I don't know, but... What made it funnier for me is the fact his model, when she was actually wearing it, the way she was stood in her frame, and even the framing of her face and hair, is very Venus Williams. She looked very much like Venus Williams did when she was younger. I was like, Christ, you've got the one who looks like the sister you've just insulted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like he's supposed to... I would expect somebody with a passing interest in fashion to know that Venus and Serena are... As much fashion icons as they are incredible, greatest of all time sports people.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: I, I just don't think he sees himself as like a sportswear sort of person because so he's he's very like sort of like artistic and in his own head and like this is my idea and if you don't like it, sod it. So I just think he felt he was above doing sportswear. I think he thinks himself he's a bit more high fashion and highbrow than tennis. I just, I just, I just. Didn't like it, and I didn't like his attitude towards it at all.
0: Yeah, so anyway, I've written him down in the spreadsheet as ninth place insult hoodie. (laughs) Um, Nicole, she had a slightly quieter made-to-measure challenge with just some cute shorts and a tee which you could equally wear for roller skating in the early 1980s as you could for playing a little bit of tennis.
2: It was very 80s, wasn't it? It was very, very it.
0: 80s. But she'd done so well on the first day that she yeah. could just have a bit of a rest.
2: This was clearly playing it safe that she didn't want to like jeopardise herself because she'd done well enough. She's like, I'm just not going to stress and try like push myself out of my comfort zone and just save it all for next week, maybe. Yeah,
0: don't do anything. <laughs> Like, Nicole, just having a very sober blue and white uh, second day. Like, just just keep flying under the radar, Nicole. you get to the final, please. Uh, Matt, his 80s pink weirdness. So slightly later on in the 80s, um, I quite liked the uh, digital tennis ball print for the skirt.
2: Oh, the, sk- the skirt was lovely. I really liked the skirt. Yeah, the top I wasn't a fan of, but the skirt was a win.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean Patrick deployed his tennis metaphor for how bad the t-shirt was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was very.
2: Uh, so many bad sports references giving. this week. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. But again, this is this is a sort of print and style that tennis outfits are moving in towards. Like them and one other. Yes, I can see some really outspoken, like Bethany Matak-Sands, Sands, who is a very outspoken, bold outfit wearer, wearing something that is covered in tennis balls and tennis rackets. Like it's going in that direction in the fashion, mm. and I think it's fab. I love
0: it. Like <laughs> the the well made version of that, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and Mark, um, I quite liked this one. Um, the it was like a mod dress. It was like halfway between scooter dress and tennis dress.
2: Was this yeah, the one like where the the, one. the sleeves were slightly a bit not they is this the one they had' an issue with the sleeves they seemed a bit like jutted like a bit too far out or something
0: um no, it was sleeveless, it was like a vest, but oh. it was very like it was middle of the pack, so I can understand you not um particularly thinking about it
2: it's not registering
0: <laughs> yeah um so Liz, with her little punky number, I thought this was cute, but I didn't like quite. Get why they were raving about it so
1: much? No, maybe they have not
0: bad for her after the yesterday.
1: I also didn't think it was that punky, even though they kept going on about how punky it was. It
0: didn't have but... it didn't have any studs. <laughs> exactly.
2: It's like, does a ruffle make it punk now? Like the ruffle was yeah. lovely, but it's like it was, it's like it's.
0: Nice. It fits the brief. (laughs) There was no just like masking tape over the nipples or anything. It was not held together with buckles.
1: That's not what I call punk. Um, The weirdest album that you could possibly come up with. If
0: anything, it Um, looked like a fun version of, um, you know, the uh, infamous erotic poster of the tennis girl scratching her bottom. Yes. Yeah, it looked a bit like uh, that
1: it did I hadn't picked that up but you're quite right
0: so yeah there's an iconic tennis image for you <laughs> Hazel right. again this one it would have been so cool if it came off and like just from the distance shot of the model I thought oh has it come off and then they just absolutely went to town on it
1: Uh, It really didn't look as Dramatic as Like What they were saying
0: I mean there were ones with much more Visible faults than that one I would say
1: Yes Uh,
0: Just um, (sighs) I I think (laughs) she probably did herself For time doing the pleated skirt But I just don't know how you do pleats quickly You just don't
1: you don't, there's no quick pleats But like that whole Life hack So pleats by using a fork thing That yeah. they were trying to do in the first week Doesn't work most of the time So and, and to the point that when people used to make A lot of their own clothes You could actually set, And they may still exist Although I can't say I've checked There's actual pleating services That you send the fabric off to And it comes back to you ready pleated
2: Oh, aye. oh. oh aye. I, I. I. think there's one or two, um, not laundromats, dry cleaners that offer to do that near me. Actually, so they're still alive. Yeah, badly. it's
0: it's neat. I wonder Let's what a pleating machine looks like. <laughs> um, like there must be a special pleating iron. Um, but yeah, I would have I would have basically uh, looked for a pattern with a wider pleat than uh, than the full eighty sunray pleat. Um, So, yeah, very unfortunate, but I didn't think it was that bad. Claire. Now, Claire obviously hates sport. We've got, um, like, she's still recovering from childhood uh, PE lessons, but she managed to, like, Google tennis dress, look at the patterns for tennis dresses and make a tennis dress.
2: I feel like oh, this is yeah. what you'd wear if you ever played tennis, Ellie. Like, just the whole science of it all. I, I was like, that's the that's dress that Ellie would no, wear. No, <laughs> I,
0: I would wear Therese as one. Like, I don't actually like... Actually, no, this is a lie, because I recently <laughs> bought a black silk shirt with the uh, algebra all over it. So I can't say that I don't really tend to buy nerd print things. I do. But yeah, this was really good. And I uh, I liked the emphasis on Claire and Therese doing the bagging out.
1: Oh, yeah. The glee when you bag something out and it works.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, that The pink dress that I've been sewing with the petal back, you have to bag that out. So you have to pull both of the petals back through the shoulder straps in order to extract the back from the front after you've sewn it up. And that, it just feels like a conjuring trick.
1: Yeah, the 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 feeling when it actually comes off and you don't end up with a um, oh, what's the name? Of, is it a Möbius strip?
0: Yeah, or, or like some random raw edges just poking out. Yeah, once yeah. you've done that, like there's a real sense of achievement, and I'm glad that they featured in the program those those woohoo moments where they actually got it out. And now, Ali. Ali's floral animal print loud sportswear marvel with a bomb
1: pocket. A bomb pocket indeed.
0: I mean, I don't think we should be surprised that Ali pulled off sportswear because we know she makes her own sportswear.
1: Yeah. um, In her little intro video, it does show her wearing her own sportswear with the ball pocket at the back because she's a golfist isn't she and it's um yeah. I I liked it I I'd, I'd want it you know if they did leggings and a sports top in it I would definitely buy it
0: Yeah I mean we're starting we're starting some sportswear ranges this evening <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um but yeah I'm I'm very pleased for Ali and Nicole this week Um I just I'm they are just such good characters and they make such fun stuff it's just really nice to see the slightly chaotic fun garments being uh being rewarded and like yes. Ali turning out matching knickers <laughs> Ali is a woman who knows that sometimes you're just going to bend over in the short skirt and you need to just
2: deal with the consequences
1: yeah, and at least if they're matching, you know, no one really notices.
2: Yeah. I think that's what tips her over the edge in the end over to those because, like, yeah, she actually made something to go underneath that match. So not only did it, like, go cohesively, but there was the extra added thought of she's going to be jumping around for two hours, potentially flashing everyone. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah.
0: So um, we have to talk about maths at the end of this. Um, and who went home. So Hazel went home, and watching the program, I went, hang on. The made-to-measure challenge didn't go that bad. Like, she's not that bad a week. Surely, surely, like, Liz probably has escaped it, but surely Hazel wasn't the second worst. So I added up everybody's uh, ranking place, So, if you were first in a challenge, you get one, and if you were ninth in a challenge, you get nine. So, the more points you have in this, the worse that you were doing. And uh, after the second challenge, Liz was on 18, Hazel was on 11, and Peter was on 14. So, those were the three worst-performing people after... Uh, No, actually, Ali was on uh, 13 after the second challenge as well because she had a shocker on the transformation challenge. So the three worst performing people after day one were Liz, Peter, and Ali. Right? Right? Right. And then Ali and Liz, between them, got first and second place in the tennis dress thing. We have to assume, because those were the two that were picked out as being the really good ones, right? Yep. So that means that Liz is on a maximum of 20 and Ali is on a maximum of 15, right? Okay. So your other two contenders to go home, Hazel and Peter. Hazel was on 11 after day one and Peter was on 14 after day one, right? Right. Now, I'm putting the Hazel, uh, I was in a hurry dress, eighth, and I'm putting Peter ninth because he didn't fulfill the brief, right? So if he came last in the tennis dress challenge, he should have been on 23 and gone home, um, and even if Hazel was second last on the Tennis Dress Challenge, she would still only have been on 19. So
1: it seems oh, just mighty see-
0: harsh. Yeah, it seems really harsh to send Hazel home for having a bad time making the tennis dress when Peter had had just as indifferent a time on day one and also had a shocker
2: on the tennis dress. And worse, because
1: he didn't even try.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they said you haven't... It's not a tennis dress. They literally said you haven't done it correctly. So on that basis alone, you should be eliminated because you failed the assignment. Like, yes, it's still nice, it's still pretty what you've done, but it's not what we asked.
0: I mean, I can only think that they're eliminating based on previous weeks as well, which they never say that they're doing, but I'm sure they must be doing. Because if they're eliminating based on, like, a spreadsheet, I don't think they would have eliminated Hazel. Unless they, like, placed Peter fifth for it being well-sown. Like, Peter would have had to place fifth if they were going to do it fairly, and then Liz would have gone home, not Hazel. So I'm, I'm not putting a tinfoil hat on or anything, I'm just saying that, hmm, once you make a spreadsheet it all looks very, hmm.
2: It just would have been easier for Peter to go home because then we could tell two of them apart instead sort of three. It would just make our lives easier. <laughs> like, realistically. <laughs>
0: and there's just something a bit like, oh I see, about um, sending the woman of colour home Instead of uh, the man who was like insulting two of the greatest women of color uh, alive,
2: and who comes across very artistic because he's from Brighton, like fat, like I'm very outspoken. So I was like, yes, like okay, you're from Brighton, he that's can't nice. Help coming
1: from Brighton. I'm gonna say I we know, can't hold that against him. No,
2: I know, but it's like he kind of like you. It feels like he's trying to use that as like. You should keep me because I have more fashion knowledge because I've lived in Brighton or I live I live in Brighton. It's like that's nice. Oh. Come <laughs> twerp. Yeah. It's, it's the, the first it's
0: the sewing first. Anyway, oh, I've yeah, gone on thanks. for a long time about maths. Um, I still love sewing. I still enjoy the sewing bee. And oh, you might want to have a look on the Huffington Post, where um, the Keep Dancing podcast gets a little bit of a plug um, as we try to think about strictly in the age of social distancing. And you'll be pleased to know that I managed to get a plug for my Fame Academy concept in there. (laughs) Great. It
2: would make great TV.
0: It would. Just st- stick a camera in the living room of that hall, and <laughs> uh, come on, somebody's got to keep somebody's got to put some stuff in the papers. <laughs>
2: I, I still want the Zoom calls with the judges though, just because that'll be a mess.
0: <laughs> imagine, oh. imagine Bruno falling off his chair on a Zoom call.
1: Like the. Whatever he drinks, just out of shock.
0: First he <laughs> goes. First he goes off the chair, and then like something in the foreground goes over, and then uh, then you see like a vase of flowers fall off <laughs> some shelves, and then the shelves collapse. There's plenty of potential for slapstick if you have Bruno on Zoom.
1: And then you can just get the single plate spinning to a halt. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> what else is <laughs> what else is coming up oh yeah strictly tea towels are going to be in the totallyflagulous.com shop next week and uh, yeah what's happening next week on sewing bee oh scanties oh, oh yeah.
2: yeah Peter's going to now... love that isn't
1: he <laughs> Nick sewing. From... oh yeah yeah from an age back they did the corset they they actually constructed a boned corset
0: I I wonder how that's going to feel now that um, everybody has given up wearing underwired bras.
1: Yeah. They're over.
0: They're over. Yesterday's news. Anyway, thank you for spending the afternoon with me uh, in an isolation keep sewing podcast. What are you doing this weekend, Emily?
1: Oh, I might might get my sewing machine out, to be honest with you. You surprised me. Yeah, I've still got... I've still got a dress to finish that I started at the beginning of lockdown, so, you know.
2: Um, What are you doing this weekend, Elliot? Um, I actually started writing at the beginning of lockdown. I'm actually hoping to get the short story that I started finished.
0: Oh, well done.
2: Hopefully by this time next week it will be done. Fingers crossed.
0: I'm going to be very busy because it it would have been Eurovision Grand Final weekend and uh, Mm. uh, I've got various things to do. do with that. Uh, So I will let you get away and enjoy your beautiful weekends. Keep sewing!